All right. Right, ready? Hey everyone, welcome back to another 31 minute podcast. Round George. two. Hello. Round two. This is your second podcast with me. I know. I couldn't sleep last night. I was tossing and turning. I was like, oh, podcast in the morning. <laughs> Adult Christmas. <laughs> oh, it's funny. I, uh, I have to say, we, we had a great response from the last podcast. Yeah, it was good. Must have been your energy or something. Yeah. It's like people were ringing me and saying how good it was. Not you, just me. Winning, yeah. <laughs> winning, winning combination. Yeah, for sure. I think we have good banter. We do. We have good banter every day, all day. Yeah. Um, so so what are we talking about today? Today, uh, rise to the challenge. Uh, I think um, the thing I like about these podcasts is I'm old, you're young, and we get two different perspectives. And you're you're um, you're up and coming, you know, yeah. in a big way. Mm. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, I have to rein you in sometimes, but <laughs> your, your eagerness is... You know, them, you know them kids at the shopping centre that are on their little the backpacks, but they've got a lead on it? <laughs> I almost need one of them you just strapped do, to you. You do, you do. <laughs> Not as much these days, but I have to say you were a challenge in the beginning. Mm. Yeah, you were, uh, I'm sure you thought you were Elon Musk in, in Jordan Bulmer's body. <laughs> uh, so like... Rising to the challenge, the, the reason I like this topic is because I think, you know, every day we're presented with something. Yeah. Know? And and if you really look at um, – uh, look, I, I talk about John McGrath quite a bit, but I, I like John, how he's remained – I've watched John go through all sorts of things. Mm. And, uh, you know, even personally, like I've, I've watched him, you know, in an, you know, make decisions around his own personal – position in yeah. life and uh and business as well and i i have to say i don't know many people that have marched forward like him yeah yeah and you know in a, in a way that you know i don't know we're, we're not exactly celebrity status yeah you know in our area we know a lot of people but john is yeah and you know sure. and he's had good and bad written about him and over time whether it's Real, not, whatever, but I have to say it's been one of the measures in my life to watch him remain steady and rise to each challenge that comes. Even though I know times when he is literally being gutted, mm. but he's still got to walk in and be the face of the business, whether he wants to smile or not, or whether he wants to work or not, and he has to remain steady. And and I it's really interesting to watch. It's been a great measure for my life. Mm. Mm. You think everybody knows the start with you and John, like how that all come together? I don't know. You can tell it. Yeah. Well, I, I don't know it exactly, but mm. briefly, I know that you reached out to him because of his status and the brand and things he was doing in the industry, and mm. said, "Look, John, you don't know who I am, but give me a shot. I want the first franchise." And you worked off a handshake for a long time. Yeah, sort of. Like we. Um I sent him a videotape yeah. 25 years ago or something like that. And I said, oh, g'day, Mr. McGrath. You're the king of real estate. Um, do you think <laughs> you'd catch up? Do you think I could meet you sometime? And he rang a couple of weeks later and said, that's the best piece of marketing. I don't know. Do you even know what a videotape Have you seen a videotape? No. You've never seen it? Like no. A videotape, like a big, looks like a sandwich or something? Yeah. And, you know, you, he watched it and it was just me. My mate had a... So Karina's mum had one of those big camera recorders on your shoulder. Yeah. You know, otherwise, like, <laughs> yeah. like TV crews, like that. But that's what you used to have to use. And my mate just, you know, recorded the video. I sent it down to him. But isn't it interesting how moments in time mm. can literally lead to something down the track? 
Yeah. Um, th- that was probably like a sliding door moment for my life because I, re- I reckon he's been one of the biggest contributors in my life, for sure. And yeah. th- this is not about John. This is about challenges. Um, but, but even look at the challenges. If you think about John, the challenges he was going through then. When, I, when you said we're doing Rise to the Challenge, the first thing I thought of is depending on what you're trying to do, Depends on the challenges that you'll receive. Your age, yes, changes things like and John. What the challenges John was having when he was building a business in the beginning, when you went into partnership, is totally different now to the challenge he's trying to overcome now with yes. hundreds of offices and things like that. Yeah, that that's true. It's and that's probably the thread that I wanted to stick to today. It's mm. you know we we might think we might look at people and think oh they're doing extraordinarily well or whatever, but you know we don't see their challenges. You know, when you see, and I have a, a saying that I constantly talk about, and it's the bigger the goal, the bigger the challenge. Yeah. Like, or the, the bigger the challenge is. Um, and you've been in real estate how long now? Five, six years. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, I've watched you grow. And when I first start, like, interacted with you properly, you were in a bit of a hole yourself, Massively. financially. Yeah. Um, you looked good, but, you <laughs> but it was all show. Yeah. You had a, a car that, you know, you, your loan was massive and you couldn't get out of it and it was mm-hmm. an Audi something. and But you made some great decisions. So I watched you rise to that challenge and you, you ate humble pie for a while there. You, you drove a crappy old ute around. Yeah. You got out of that car. You wore, you wore the debt. You paid it off. You made some good decisions. You rose to that. You could have just, you know, said it's all too hard to throw your hands up. Yeah. But you drove a car around. And then you drove even a worse car around. Yeah. Like you went from that old banger of a ute that you had no debt on mm. to a $3,000 falling apart barina. Mm. I mean, it used to go, but it was pretty average. Yeah. And then now, now what are you driving? Just a Toyota Highlight. Yeah, but a brand yeah. new one. Yeah, a new one. But yeah. you can afford it. Yeah. You've got two properties. Yeah. And you've got money in the bank. Yeah. You're making great money. And you're on fire. Yeah. But isn't it funny how you rose to that challenge? And it seems like when you when you work through that, what have you learned out of that? I learned that leaning on people really helps. Like I think, you know me. I don't. Early on, I didn't ask anybody for help. I could do anything. Like it wasn't the way. Like it's not the way. Like people like yourself other mentors that I have have made the mistakes have been through the challenges and mm. things that would have taken me five to ten years to overcome took me six months yeah because I just swallowed my pride and went look this is my position I remember speaking to you this is my position like I have no money like none like was living in a yeah, you were flat, flat broke driving an Audi like it was mental looking <laughs> back now like it's actually like I just laugh now but if I didn't lean on all of these people around me and say I'm like stuck, really, really stuck, I'd probably be still there. You would. I'd I, still I reckon be in you the would. Same position. Probably worse. I reckon too. Yeah. It's the habits. Mm. It's like once you start down that path, you were like there waving the flag like whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> no, I will not let you continue down this path, and I'm thankful for that. But yeah. if you don't ask for help and actually speak about your challenges, it, it's very easy to blink and you're five years down the track and you're still there. That's what I think anyway. That's true. So. 
So, so what are we, when you're faced with, like, you know, I look at my career and some of the biggest challenges of the things I talk about these days, you know, obviously Australia's Most Wanted, um, divorces, uh, managing kids as a single dad and all sorts of things. And it's like, but it, it's like someone, I always think to myself when you're going through something, something smacks you in the face. And we've had a few as we've been working together, you know, people do things to you and, um, you know, we've had a few great ones actually. <laughs> we can't really talk about it at the moment. But um, I always think to myself, the sun will shine again. Yeah. You know, the sun will shine again. And it's the challenges that I reckon there's there's something really great in it. John always says, look for the silver lining in everything. Mm. And that stuck in my mind when he said it a long time ago. Mm. So when you're going through something, the problem is you're either going to focus on the emotion of the washing machine So like, oh, this is happening to me or I've lost this or, you know, I've missed this. You know, whether it's a listing or a sale or someone's robbed you or all sorts of things, you can either lean into that emotion and what's going to happen. You'll just stick in that negative place. Yeah. Yeah. It'd get worse. Yeah. Because whatever you focus on grows. Yeah. So if you want to stay in that vibration, you're keeping it alive. It's literally like oxygen to a fire. Mm. or what's the plus you know what what's the plus let's say like i know i talk about weight a lot you know i do i talk about weight a lot Mm. because it's a manifestation it's like so easy to see it's like it's almost like money it's the same it's an energetic manifestation Mm. so what's the plus about being overweight or like if you're really big what's the plus in that you might focus on like we we both know a couple of people who are like pretty big yeah um and i i say to one one guy that we know really well i said why don't you just stop eating kentucky fried chicken and stop eating sugar he goes i just love sugar Mm. and i'm like okay but he's not feeling it yet yeah you know but he has he's been to hospital a couple of times like Mm. all of that but you get to a point where you're like feel bad yeah and it's either you turn it around or stay there Mm. but what's the plus about either that or or a life shaking challenge where is the plus in that well i can only talk from my experience yeah and i know my life was hell back then yeah i know i'm never going back there yeah because i've experienced the pain well let's talk about it for a minute you you had your dad leave you yeah walk out Mm -hmm. yeah and not interested yeah. in any of your lives. You've got three brothers and sisters? No, yeah. three, four. Two brothers, one Two sister. Bro- yeah, that's right. Yeah. I always forget if you've got four or five. Yeah. But um, your mum was dead flat broke. Yeah. You and your brother had to work some sort of job when you were young to try and keep the house. Mm-hmm. And your dad just, still today. Gone. N- gone. Not interested. Yeah. And he, he lives locally. Yeah. Yeah. So let's talk about that. What's the upside I know who not to be. Yeah. Yeah. I, knew, I know, I learned who I needed to become for my family. Yeah. And looking back there now, it's like, it's such a painful part of my life that everything I do is to, is to go the opposite way to that. Mm. So my why is so big, like so big because of that, that it's helped me become successful, learn how to deal with money, constantly be chasing like a better life mm. because... So do you think you would have been as hungry without it? No way. 
Mm. There is no way. And you know what? At the time, it was poor me, poor this. But looking back, it was the best thing that happened to me. Yeah. I do I do really get it. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, when I got the kids, the four older kids, and their mum just went in a different direction a few years back, mm. I sat there first night, and I've never had kids. Like, mm. like I've, you know, I've been through for two divorces, but I've always managed kids like half the week or whatever else. Yeah. I had to take the kids full time. I literally sat there. And when it was like they were out of control, I was like, I can't do this. I literally yeah. can't do it. What am I supposed to do? And, um, you know, I just recently separated kids full-time as a full-time dad living with me in this unit I'd never just moved into. I was like, oh, my goodness, I can't do it. But it's the best thing that's ever happened to me too. But isn't it funny when you're in the, in the moment, you're like, this is the worst. Yeah. Exactly that. But you look back now and you go... Wow, I you know why? That. I overcome that, and yeah. I overcome that, and that, and that, and it's just the more you do it, the more confident you are around things. It is because you get hunger, you get yeah. focus, you get perspective. You can't get it otherwise. Yeah, it's like going to the gym and just frigging around on the bike, going at two kilometers an hour, just doing that, or you can get in there and learn how to actually change your body. Mm. It's either like you can be in the gym. Or you can be in the gym and actually do it really well, like do it right and see results. Let me ask you a question. Do you think the bigger the challenge you've overcome, the easier it is to overcome small ones? Because you're like, yeah. if I did that, For sure. this is easy. I actually get excited now when I get yeah. – I don't want to actually put that out there too much. But <laughs> I, I, <laughs> but there's something about the solving of a, of a challenge in your life that mm. I, I get – some I get like this inner drive that I can't explain. Yeah, and it's like l- let's talk about the market changes, right? So mm. the, we've we've been through a few market changes, like the GFC, the coronavirus, when everything locked down, and I'm just like ramping up. Yeah, and I and people say to me all the time, like, you, how do your results stay good? Mm. Uh, how do you stay focused? How do you stay whatever? And I'm like, because you control what you focus on. Mm. And I think you're right. I've learnt. I've had that many challenges in life that I'm like, I, like I refuse to focus on the crumble. Yeah. Like I focus on, well, this is giving me renewed energy. This is like, who do I need to become to solve this? Because the person that you are now receiving the challenge is a different person that will solve it. Mm. I tell you something. I was just thinking when you when you said that. I remember you said to me, you know the difference between you and I, Jord. You went dead silent. I'm thinking there's heaps, but you said, I've got the scars. Mm. I've got the scars. And yeah. you know what? That's so true. Every challenge is a scar. Yeah. Yeah. And the it more is. scars you've got, the better you are as a person. Yeah. It In is. All areas of your life. Yeah. Really. Yeah. Like, I, don't know, I don't know if you agree with me, but I think looking back at a lot of the things that you overcome early on, they made the person that you are. Like you probably wouldn't go back and change them. A bit retarded. Yeah. <laughs> some would say <laughs> but you know we're looking back that's that's the, the, what i see to be like the biggest connection point for mm. most of the people that you sit with mm. it's like you've been through such an array of different things mm. that you can relate to people on so many different levels yeah for sure the, the tricky thing for a young agent i guess is most young people haven't been through similar things to someone like yourself yeah you know i used to want listings so much like Mm. i still do but it's like Mm. i go back 20 years ago maybe 18 20 years ago 
and I used to like when I started to list better houses and I wanted them that much like can't explain it I used to go and pray in the toilet (laughs) I used to go at work like if I went to a market opinion and I really like wanted like like maybe an acreage and I wasn't you know when you don't feel like you're up to it yet like you're there and you're like oh you know all these other agents are going there and you're like not new but you're just like He's so keen, but you don't really have that much to offer yet. A little bit, but not heaps. But it's, I used to get on my knees in the toilet and just pray, <laughs> pray that I would get it. Like I, that's how much I wanted it. And it's, um, but you know, all of those experiences along the way. And one thing I've, I've learned is like when things, you know, maybe don't work out the way that you wanted to, um, the world keeps turning. Yeah. You know, the world does keep turning. And quite often, you might miss this one here, but it's aligning you for something better or mm. the same over here. And it just, as a really successful friend of mine, Jason Gazelle, mm. as you know, yeah. he, he always says, it's just not for me. It's not meant for me. Like, yeah. so if he misses a deal or he misses, you know, a property he really wanted, you can hear in his voice that he wants it. Yeah. Like, it's not like you're not emotional about it, mm. but he always says straight after, it's just not meant for me. Yeah. And like I like that because in his mind, that's how he puts it in a box and moves on. Yeah. Because what are you going to do? You're going to cry over it. You're going to tell all your friends about it. You're going to like be unsettled about it because all you're doing then is taking that unsettledness forward Mm. and you can't connect properly with what's waiting for you. So you've got a frequency that's going on. And when, when you have, when things happen that maybe you might, by the way, you might think you don't want them. But that might be just the thing you need yeah. to grow to accept the next thing that's coming. Mm. Without that growth, you're not ready for it. Yeah. You know, like when I go to a house today and it's $20 million, not that I've been to one $20 million, $10 million, mm. I don't feel any different now. Mm. But go back 10 years ago, I'd be panicking, nervous, yeah. like trying to like talk to the owners and working out what do they want to hear. Now I just realise they're just people in the house. Yeah. There's people in a nice house. They've worked hard to get it. That's probably how I see it now. Mm. But without the misses, like my main competitor, Tim Andrews, used to just like list that that many houses in the upper end when I was trying to get in there and trying to do it. Like I used to just almost want to like die. Because like one time on the beachfronts down here, it was a weekend or something, and the next week came along and he listed like five beachfronts in a row all down the main street. And I'm like... Oh, I just, I could just, you know that feeling? Yeah, like you feel sick. Yeah, but what happened was um, I wanted it more then. Yeah. Like I really wanted it more. And I think sometimes the universe tests you. How much do you really want this? Yeah. You might say, I want to be, I know your, one of your goals is to be very wealthy. Mm. But maybe you have to be broke to be wealthy first. For sure. Maybe. You know, I list, we, you and I list a lot of the beachfronts now and have yeah. done for a long time. Tim Andrews li- sells the odd one now. Yeah. But I've wanted it for longer. Yeah. You know, I've energetically earned it and mm. attracted it to me. And sometimes you might need to hold it a little bit longer mm. to prove to the universe that you're ready. The frequency is ready for it to come. Mm. You're adding something to that? No, I'm thinking. Yeah. It, it, it's so true though. Yeah. Like, I like the part where you said you almost have to be broke before you can be wealthy. Yeah. Because how do you compare the feeling? You can't. You can't. It's like eating chocolate after you're hungry. For sure. Or you go to gold class. I went to gold class the other night. I love gold class. It's cool. Like, yeah. it's, 
just a good I, I like not sitting near people <laughs> I love it I've but never been yeah just all lounges <laughs> but you know when you eat so much at the movies and you've got all this chocolate in front of these big Sunday you've been there the Gold Coast? and they've got these no. Sundays that come they're massive they're like as big as a like it's huge mm. but you've eaten all this other stuff and you half don't even want it yeah but you have someone that's super hungry and then you have this, that Sunday it tastes different yeah you know it's like it's like you're ready for it yeah it's a bit like that complacency i reckon is i some, i think sometimes you get challenged to break complacency mm. it's sometimes the best thing that can happen to you so if somebody's if somebody's listening right now and they're like, I'm going through one of the biggest challenges of my life, mm. what would you say to them? Good. Yeah. Great. Because you, you are evolving into a different person right now. But the difference is, Jordan, and it's a really good question, the difference is how you treat it mm. and how you see that. Do you value it? Mm. Or are you going to whinge about it and stay? We talked about a person yesterday who's talking about that they're in the same position, what, three years later, talking about the same situations in their life, the same hassles, the same drama, the same everything. See how they're keeping it alive? You said you saw her and you're talking to her and you're like, ugh, she's still talking about the same stuff. Yeah. That's years later. Yeah. You You can have that moment where it's like hurts, feel it, that's fine, but then what are you going to do about it? Yeah. What are you going to do? I, I would kill it first, yeah. so not talk about it and not focus on it. Mm. And I'll just start moving towards the solution of it. What's the solution? Sometimes the solution is nothing. Sometimes the solution is just get on with life yeah. and start to focus on and here's a Here's a little thing you can do. What you focus on creates the frequency. Mm. So it's a really interesting thing to try. So when something's not going right in your life, I want you to start thinking about everything you're thinking about. Because I'll guarantee you're thinking about that. You're thinking about the girlfriend that told you to get stuffed. You're thinking about the someone who stole, stole something. Or you're thinking about the flat tyre you got. You're thinking about this listing you missed or whatever. Mm. You just shift all of those thoughts to one thing that makes you feel good that's going right. So that might be, and we all do it, but it's how quick you do it that will move you on from that. It might be a sale that happened two weeks ago. Yeah. I want you to just think about that continually and how you felt then. Almost in an instant, your frequency will start to shift. Mm. And it's like everything around it will start to move and you'll start not straight away with the result, just your energy feeling a bit better. And you'll just slowly do that over time. Your mind will still go back to the things that aren't good or the things you don't want, but you need to move it back to the thing that feel good. And what, what you'll do is you'll, you'll think of other things that are going right. Even just being here. Yeah. You know, going to the gym, hanging out, getting up, having toast. Yeah. Like, that's all good stuff. Yeah. Like, do you know someone made that piece of bread? Like, if you had toast this morning, someone made that piece of bread. Yeah. So someone got up at three in the morning, made a loaf of bread, cut it all up, put it in a packet – drove it to a shop, got it to there. You went into that shop, bought that one piece of, one loaf of bread and bought it home, made some toast, put some butter on it and ate it. What a process. That's pretty cool. It's very cool. You know? And know what I just thought of? The challenges that probably everybody that's listening to this this podcast are not even close to some of the challenges that some people are going no. through over the world. Like, not even close. Like, this morning I woke up, the sun was up, looking off my balcony, I'm like, how good is it? Yeah. Like, how good is it? It's it's just insane what the 
what the opportunities that we have and the life that we're living and compare it to some other people that are, are, are nowhere near as lucky as we've been. And, like, straight away, you'll just get a rush of, oh, yeah, you do. Rush it today. And right then you know the gates are opening. Yeah. You can feel when the gates are opening, the gates are closed energetically in yourself you focus on crap things the gates will close and all crap things will just find you Mm. you focus on things that make you feel good Uh, i want to sort of touch on this before we finish um what we're talking then i was just about to say that uh it went out of my mind um about the toast about the toast but it'll come back to me and yeah i was yeah, it doesn't matter. I was. It'll come back to me. What, what's the What's that runner's name? It's. I've lost his name. The one that runs and his logo stay stay hard. Not Cliff Young. No, the the ultra runner, the marathon runner. Don't know. Um, he's from America. Anyway, he said every day I made a rule. He understands how important challenges are. He said it makes you as a person. The more challenges you overcome, the better you are as a person. He said, I made a rule three years ago that every day I wrote in my diary, I had to do one thing today that sucked. Yeah. He goes, and that's it, non-negotiable. That I wrote, And I wrote on the piece of paper and went, oh, it's the worst thing ever. And he'd do it straight away, boom, and he'd be like, cool, done. Yeah. This is what I was going to say. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Is what I was going to say, and it's really true. And you need to think about it every time you have a challenge, whether it's little or big. What's important today will mean nothing in twelve months' time. Yeah, zero. Tell me a challenge you had twelve months ago. Can you remember one? Not no. really. No. Not really. And even if you can remember it, it's sort of like uh, who cares? It's, done. it's gone. Yeah. That's right. So at the moment, it it's like it is what it is. Mm. You know, it is what it is. Who are you going to be in the next moment? And then the next moment and the next moment. Because all of those moments moving forward are literally creating your future. Yeah. If you don't believe me, think about someone that lives in drama all day, every day. We all know them. Negative and in drama. Their life stays like that. Yeah. They get used to it. I, I, I think there's, oh, there's, a doctor, there's a guy called Dr. David Hawkins and he's, he's all about enlightenment. Mm. Great, great books. They're hard to read because he's so intellectual. But he talks about the pursuit of enlightenment. Mm. And he says, once you find a frequency or an energetic place that's blissful, he said, things don't find you that are no good. And he talks about a snake that he saw in the um, forest and he was Mm. walking. And all this guy does is aim for enlightenment like Buddha. Yeah. So the higher you go, you you out frequency the challenges. Challenges are like lower frequencies, and when th- it's on a roll, when you're on a roll, things don't happen not so good. Like yeah. things just keep coming better and better and better and better. But there is something to that. Like mm. you got to find it. And he was talking about this venomous snake that he saw, and he was walking through the forest, and he went to step, and it's right there, yeah. right under his foot. Mm. He looked at it, but he didn't change his. He didn't go into fear. He didn't go into worry. He just stayed steady in the position that he was in and stepped over it and moved and kept going. And he said, when you're in that state of enlightenment, the snake won't bite you. Mm. The challenge won't find you so much. You don't need it because you're growing yourself. And I think there's a really good lesson in that. For sure. Some of us need challenges to wake us up and make us realise. But imagine you could stay hungry and focused and on that pursuit of better without the challenges. 
imagine mm. how good will life be? The best. The best. <laughs>